Welcome to episode 45 of Reeducating Dad, the cross-generational talk show. My name is Tony Coe, a.k.a. Big Tone, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host and daughter, Little Tone, and by my grandson, Ben. Welcome both, and how are you both? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. I had my jab today. Did you? Yeah. It was like a military operation. <laughs> it was. And your feet, what time was it? So it was 11.50. So I arrived at 11.45. Um, plenty of parking right by the, the center, which was a Baptist church. Greeted immediately by someone who checked my ID, then somebody else who entered me in the, checked me on the computer and, and did whatever they had to do. And then I was in the queue. I was not sitting in the queue for more than four or five minutes at the max. And I was out of there straight away. I didn't have to wait 15 minutes because I said I wasn't driving home, which was true. Um, so they said, you don't have to wait. And so you feel okay? Yeah, so far, I, have, I don't feel any problem. I might, they said I might have a sore arm probably tomorrow, but I can live with that. Yeah, so well, if that's the worst of it, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on with you, Ben? Um, I returned to school um, next week on Monday, so that's um, both, uh, both, I'm both nervous about that and excited. What are you um, nervous have, about? What are you nervous about? Well, just returning back to school, isn't it? I can't, I can't like be in my own environment, uh, listening to listening to music while I do my work at, while I'm at school. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I have, to, and you're when you're around people, you always have to like. There's always that pressure to act to, um, I don't know, be be presentable. <laughs> Whereas, yeah. yeah. And you were saying you, you were saying that you're going to be tested every week or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to work because... Our I mean, tested for COVID, not for your math skills. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure we will be tested every week as well, <laughs> uh, knowing my school. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, not sure how that's going to work. Um, but I have been. we have been told that uh, testing is going to happen every single week. I don't know if we get given a time different to every single week to do it, but mm. it's if it's necessary for us to be back at school and learning then i don't mind yeah well let's we're back on the we, the important thing is for us to get back to normal as soon as possible exactly start living again <laughs> so uh it's your it's your show today little tone what are we going to talk about well i haven't prepared what i'm going to say um but good we, we, we talk prefer about... it that way <laughs> <laughs> oh pressure <laughs> Um, we are going to talk about um, the influence of big tech on censorship, um, how they are censoring our free speech, uh, whether they are censoring um, big companies that are paying for ads on their social media platforms, um, and hopefully having a good old conversation about the pros and cons. Okay, so where do you want to start us off then? Um, well, obviously there's been a lot of conversation about, um, you know, about how Russia have been influencing the voting system over in the UK, 
um, how Trump has used, well, I've forgotten what it's called, Dad, but the Harvard thingy. Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, that's the one. Cambridge Analytica, that's not even the same thing at all. Um, <laughs> how uh, Trump's, Trump's political campaign used the Cambridge Analytica to influence people um, to vote for him or to not vote at all. Um, how during COVID, if anyone's been, if any member of the public has been um, putting up any statuses about COVID, how uh, it's being blocked by Facebook, I guess that because they've been trying to prevent um, discussions with, with uh, incorrect, incorrect information, preventing people from getting the vaccine and stuff like that. But um, I have noticed there's been a real hike in post being removed because it's because they've apparently not true um when it's got nothing to do with covid i forgot what the post the post comes up and it says this is against our community standards about regulating information to do with covid19 when actually the post hasn't even been about covid19 there's definitely a lot of interesting things popping up and i think that that's probably because um facebook in particular if we're talking about them uh use bots a lot of the time to analyze information so and what that was, they Zuckerberg yeah, says that the, that the bots are actually um often more um correct than humans are there's less okay. human error error okay um so ben since you're the budding lawyer <laughs> what do you see as the issues um well, you you do mention law, and I was uh, looking before I, we started the podcast. There are there are actually no laws to well, very little laws um, in place about free speech on, on social media. Um, say, for example, America, it's the First Amendment that is the freedom of speech, and obviously because mm. uh, things like Facebook and Twitter, they're private companies. It doesn't um, freedom of speech laws don't apply to. Um, don't apply to them. So they have sort of basically just free reign to control what appears on their website and what doesn't, which is, I see as a big problem because when you have major companies, major corporations controlling the conversation on issues, that's becomes a real issue in terms of politics and social uh, concerns. Well, they seem to be, don't they, don't they seem to be stuck in a way between a rock and a hard place? Because on the one hand, they are criticized um, for censoring free speech. Um, and on the other hand, they are criticized for not taking stuff down. I was actually going to mention that, yeah, because um, I, have, I have a feeling that, um, as Tony mentioned, um, the reason for um, Zuckerberg's and Facebook's clamping down on COVID um, uh, COVID facts or untruths um, is because uh, recently uh, Facebook has been under pressure for being an echo chamber of um, right-wing um, political groups um, and so um, they're, they're trying to clamp down more on um, people uh, floating around um, false statements and so yeah you're right that there is he if he goes too far one way, he's accused of, like they're accused of being echo chambers. If they're too far the other way, then they're um, censor censoring. That um, seems to me to be the 
the the main issue to be talked about um, is bit, you know they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. So you know you're talking about this uh, right wing echo chamber. Well, there are people that complain that they're a left wing echo chamber. It's it's kind of whatever your political views are. Yeah. You know you 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 don't want to see the other the other political viewpoint or you don't. Things that you consider to be outrageous, because you're you have one kind of mindset. It's that, and also um, what, you know, what? How do we? How do we resolve? Tone, little tone. How do we resolve this dilemma between them uh, being asked to take stuff down, like uh, your friend um, Alexandra Cort- Cortez? I forget the middle bit of that. Okay, uh, that's the one. Um, she she had a pretty. She gave Zuckerberg a grilling, didn't she? Where she largely focused on, you know, why aren't in effect why aren't you taking this stuff down? So how do you how do you what is your view on the difference between those two ideals? Well, I think that they need um, to be independently regulated. Sorry. They need to be regulated by an independent company that isn't them, basically. Um, I think that it was probably fine to be unregulated when they were a a much smaller size. But now it's one of the biggest companies in the whole of the world. Um, it's, It's too much, I think, probably for Facebook to actually regulate themselves in house now. Uh, there's too much responsibility there. Um, well, so I, I think I think they started out basically not not being a regulation-free zone, didn't they? I mean, you know, I, you, no, you, they had some regulation. They had rule. They had community standards, mm. um, and even from the, I mean, I I, yeah, I was probably right. the first generation to um, to use them. So there was always, you know, uh, community standards against racism, agrophobia, like agrophobia. Sorry, against. <laughs> xenophobia (laughs) (laughs) slightly agrophobic in our you know yeah you will stay in your house and not go out because you'll be scared (laughs) of the open spaces (laughs) um but yeah they i mean they they were very much against prejudice but people uh people the general public's ability to evolve with the technology is incredible really and people kept finding loopholes you know there were uh things like uh, groups of men who would basically put pictures of young or underage girls in no clothing basically they were sharing them in these groups and um, Facebook kept taking them down and then a new one would pop up and then basically you've got almost like a paedophile ring problem happening through Facebook um, and then you know obviously we've all seen how Facebook uh, plays a part in the political agendas um but also cyberbullying and stuff like that there's a lot of responsibility there for the to to regulate their program and when they're spending all of their time trying to uh make profit and grow or and, and you know like fix technical bugs and you know stuff like that there's very little time left to actually regulate that kind of that kind of um activity so I think that's why they started creating these sort of like bots these that deal with the algorithms and they kind of pick up 
things. They miss sometimes, but they are generally pretty good. Um, but I mean, from my point of view, I've reported lots of things. I've actually reported groups of um, groups that are to do with sharing naked pictures of underage girls before. Really shocking stuff. And also I've reported groups um, um, where people hunt down protected species as well. Uh, like elephants and stuff like that. And they hunt them down. It's always in America, you know, always Americans with big guns. Um, and I would get a response saying this doesn't go against our community standards. And I, I'm sure that that's because it's a bot rather than a human being. Yeah. Yes. I can, I can see that. So, so Ben, how do you see, how do you think, let's say I, I'm going to assume that you're, you're probably going to agree with Tony's idea of having an out, an external, regulator yeah you yeah, are so, yeah. okay so how would the external how do you think that the external regulator should have dealt with for example twitter i think it was twitter first but facebook i think followed afterwards um banning president as he was then trump from using their social media platforms um I think that um, I, I still think in the end that the right decision was made whether and I still think that an independent company would have made the, the same decision with Donald Trump um, being removed from um, social media because um, while he wasn't directly attributing to the riots, he was certainly indirectly with the I love we love you all go home thing. Um, well, he he has been effectively acquitted of that charge, um, and actually, I don't think it was a very strong case. I mean, you know, I mean, I listen carefully, and I I'm, I'm not a, I'm no Trump supporter, and I'm certainly not a tr supporter of the way he dealt with that. But I don't think it anywhere near rose to the level of him being culpable and i think on many examples no, no, I, don't, I don't i don't think he's culpable what i don't think no but so what i want to know is what what why therefore is it okay for his for his free speech his right to be right to speak freely to be curtailed in that way by a commercial organization because, because they found him to be a directly danger. attributing to violence well yeah but they were wrong <laughs> So ultimately, that I mean that ultimately he, he, that wrong was in a legal opinion. sense. Do you mean or um, I mean wrong? <laughs> I, I mean, can I, I, can I respond? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because they so one of the things that they care a lot about is the uh, is stopping misinformation, and they do take quite a hard line on that. So if if they do find that people are spreading, you know. Uh, anti-vaxxer propaganda or like right-wing propaganda that is dangerous or you know just things that are consistently not facts um, then they will have to take a um, will have to take action and I think with Trump as it wasn't just at that time I think that he was consistently sharing um, sharing misinformation such as um, doesn't, doesn't Twitter have like a three-strike policy I'm, I don't use yeah, Twitter exactly. so I don't yeah, it does, and that's what I was going to say. What, that what it, was the it, misinformation that he was spreading? Well, he was he was doing it consistently. He what? was saying about the elect 
I, I'm about to tell you. Why Sorry. are you shouting at me? I'm just, I'm just trying to get... Someone's that. getting excited. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not shouting. Look, I got jabbed in the arm. I'm, I'm not... Uh, poke me, poke <laughs> me in the bear. Um, he, so he obviously said that the, um, the election was fraudulent, uh, that it was not true, that he got more votes, and actually that you know, the whole thing was a scam to get Biden in. You know, he was he was very candid all the time through Twitter. Like he was saying, he was like goading South Korea to come with their weapons to, to America and how he had the, the bigger weapon and he had the button with him all the time. And, you know, like if you look at his tweets, they were absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, it's not like he's not accountable. Well, then it sounds way. to me like he might have a satire defense then. <laughs> He isn't accountable for the, his speech in the same way that a member of the public is because he is someone in office and he is there to represent all, all people of the United States, not just himself and his own agenda. But he also has a and right that, to free speech. Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't remove him from the repercussions of his free speech. I've said this to you before. You can have free speech, but then a private company like Facebook can remove you if they think that you're dangerous. Yeah, but should they be allowed to? If, if they have built themselves up to such a, um, you know, an immense um, organization that they effectively control, you know, sort of, they have enormous, um, enormous power, enormous power. Um, so I think the fact that, it, they can just be. They can just turn people off, whoever they want. Turn their volume, mute their mute their voices. I th I think is. I just think it's very dangerous. I mean, you know, YouTube. Well, we, they have terms and conditions like any company does. We all read and ticked their terms and conditions. Yeah, if someone, but terms and conditions have to be reasonable. The terms and well, certainly in the UK, they have to be. They have to be reasonable whether you tick them or not. But I would say I, that they are reasonable. I think that they are reasonable, even though. So you I think it was reasonable for YouTube to to stop talk to take your talk radio down because it didn't like it didn't like a certain opinion that was expressed. I don't think that I can have an opinion on that because I don't know what you're talking about. But I think that it is reasonable to remove someone that isn't following your terms and conditions. I don't think it's re I don't think it's reasonable to remove someone because they say something that you don't like. I think if the thing that they say uh, is that is not un is consistently untrue and they are repeatedly going against the terms and conditions, then that's a different matter. What do you think, Ben? Um, and those terms and conditions are there for safety. Okay, I'll come back to the terms and conditions. I was what do you think? I was I was just going to say I don't we don't know because obviously we're not involved in Twitter, but I would, fi I would find it extremely unlikely that he was just his accounts were just turned off like that and he was given no warning prior to the um, oh, they deletion were. They of were his account. Turned. They were turned off. They were turned off like that. Yeah. But no, no, but no, no, but as in like, would, would he have been like, I would be, I find it unlikely if he wasn't given warnings via email or something I don't or like think via he was. your account saying, I don't think you, you have broken a community guideline. Oh no, they would have done. They would have been like your yeah, that, that's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. So it wasn't like it was just turned off like that. He he had been given warnings beforehand. Well, we don't know, but I would assume he would have been given warnings, and that would lead you to think that he'd be slightly more careful with what he says. 
So I don't don't think it's as I don't think it's as egregious as him just being turned off without warning. The, the problem with the terms and conditions argument, little tone, is that there is no there's nowhere you can appeal to. Um, because you know, if no, if, if if there's a ter- if the terms and conditions, if 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 a company says, "Oh, look, I've got in my ter- my terms and conditions that you know, if you bring this if this hire this rental car back on a Wednesday, it's going to cost you fifty pounds surcharge." Um, and it's in, oh, well, it's in our terms and conditions, you idiot! Why did you sign them? Uh, in in this country, you can go to court and say, "Well, that's just an unreasonable thing. They didn't draw it to my attention. It should have been prominently displayed. They knew I was bringing it back on a Wednesday. They didn't tell me about this extra charge. It's unfair." And you would you would su- succeed in court, but there's no there's no such outlet for somebody who is just um, told that they you know they're all that they're no longer going to be able to get their messages out to their. Well, how many million followers has he got? A lot. It's virtually half the United. It's virtually half the United States. So his, you know, are his are his uh, followers. So I think it's. I, I think in a democracy, it's a really dangerous thing when when companies like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and so on can just decide um, whose opinions they're going to allow and whose opinions they're not because a lot of this stuff does come down to opinion so that that's the bit that that really worries me i'm no trump supporter um but you know obviously what can be done to one politician can be done to another and you know you you've probably seen what happened with australia i mean you know they didn't consider that uh media outlets there were getting a fair crack from Facebook who were disseminating their news but not paying for it. So they tried to introduce a law. Um, And what did Facebook do? Turned Australia off. I mean, that is... Yeah, that's bad. That's pretty... (laughs) That's moving into totally new territory when, when companies like... And Google did threaten very much the same thing. When companies like Google and Facebook can... Uh, can just pull their pull their service from a whole country because they don't like a new law, a new law passed by a democratic government, a democratic parliament. Um, you know that they can just decide. Well, when then we're not going to do business in your country. I mean, you know, we're not going to allow your people to have what, our service. What you're talking about now is very different to removing Trump, though, because I think that they removed a democratic process rather than a person that was... I, I, I mean, I, I still think that he has been inciting violence, maybe not over the Capitol building, maybe that they decided that, that wasn't he wasn't responsible for that, but, you know, stuff like tweeting the Chinese virus consistently while also seeing a huge spike in violence towards Asian people, Asian-American people, you know... That that I do think attributes, you know, to violence against a particular group of people. So if someone's consistently doing something like that, that to me is a reasonable uh, time to take action, you know, for the safety of others. But removing the thing with Australia, like I think that that's totally different and that is really worrying. 
Yeah, but you might you might not feel the same way if it was you know you 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 are hostile to Trump's political views. Um, but I don't think I'm hostile. Half, I think half of half, half, no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm I'm just saying it. Okay, he's not of your. I think I have he's not of your. He's not of your. No, I think persuasion. I have reasonable feelings about uh, you know him. Like, sorry, I think I have. I, I view him on what he says reasonably. I don't just hate him with a fiery. No, I don't. Know, I, 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 I didn't mean it. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean it quite in the way that you took it. But the but you, you know he's not he's not of your p- political flavour. Um, and but he is. He does have an enormous support base in the democrat amongst democratic vote. You know amongst. I mean, he almost, he did almost get the same amount of votes as Biden, really, in the scheme of things. So it's it's a country that's divided, and I'm just, it, it just does worry me. And also, you know, the, the, we haven't come on to that, but these companies also have the ability to decide what books they're going to, you know, Amazon, you know, is it, who's the um, Harry Potter author? J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, she, because she, she's expressed certain views, um, which people that you know, certain people on the left don't like. Um, I think I'm getting. It's not that. certain people on the left. Let's just say that. No, but I mean, to, to, no, yeah. no, no. I know, I know that. But but the but the point is that for these companies to be able to just muzzle people uh, just because they have a different viewpoint, I think that that is terribly dangerous i agree I but i think so in the case in the harmful. case of donald trump i think it was i think it was justified i, f- I feel like i do, i believe what? that there should be there should be laws in place to prevent someone from just disappearing oh, but it, it's difficult though because i do think that donald trump should have been removed from social media because of the things he was saying and I, I would like to think that if someone on the other side of the political spectrum was inciting the same amount of violence as Donald Trump was, in my opinion, that I believe that he should also be removed. I think that's the key, the the, the key thing. If they're inciting violence, then I think, like, but he wasn't. Becomes, he wasn't. He was found. Well, in my in my opinion, that he was. And I no, think but that's but that is the problem. Well. It, it, that's the problem. It, it's your opinion, and the other the other side is their opinion. So should people's opinions be allowed to be put out there, provided they do not contravene the laws of the land, or not? Uh, uh, to me, I think you get into very well. In in the on. UK, we have we have um, we have hate hate laws, don't we? Yeah, so, so that's them. a law exactly. Yeah, so, so if if it had he broken a law, um, then uh, you know he should have the book thrown at him. Uh, of course, he should, uh, but he didn't break a law. Uh, a, a very I think in the UK he might have broken. A, he were, might have broken a law. People but in, were storming the capital in his name, and he. Well, they said they he, were doing in his name, but the, 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 it's those, those are the criminals, the people that did the criminal act. Not the, and what did he say to those criminals? He said, "You're lovely, caring people. You know, you've got a special place in our hearts. We're going to shoot all of the black people on the streets, by the way, and send out all the police out with batons and stuff like that." But you guys, you're special. You're smashing windows and going into a building that really should be very secure. But you're special in our hearts. 
and we thank you. But go. Well, I think he, he's allowed to have bad it. taste. Right. In, he's allowed to have bad taste in Friends, uh, but you know. But it's uh, not bad taste. They broke the law. They were breaking yeah, the law. Yeah, they broke the law. They and, broke and the he, law. In his name, and he replied to them by telling them that they were good, kind people. Well, unfortunately, that was a, that was a matter of bad, hugely bad taste. It's not. Well, he's just a le- bad it's, president. It's not. It's not illegal. <laughs> he was no longer a president, but it's not a legal wrong. Um, so but he was impeached twice, no, and even yes, though the but not successfully the impeached, because because the system isn't working. <laughs> 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 ah! <laughs> I was so, so sure that second time that he was going to get impeached. But well, I, I forget Trump. Even if we talk about J.K. Rowling, like yeah. I feel, I strongly feel, if someone is expressing a view that is dangerous to an oppressed group of people, then they, then there are repercussions to their free speech. Hmm. Unfortunately, Harry Potter has been ruined for me by her being an actress. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're entitled to to have that opinion. But I think she's entitled to her opinion, and I think she's entitled to express her opinion without great big companies with huge boots trampling all over her. And I, I don't... the problem is, is her her transphobic views are seen in her work, and that's why people are removing her books from their platform so she can still go and sell in independent bookshops if she wants to but people are choosing not to actively support her views because they are not and they are entitled to choose not to do so they can vote with their feet but i don't think great big hugely influential corporations should be able to muzzle people you know, I, I think that it's healthy. They're not muzzling Gandhi, are they? <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> no one's complaining that they're muzzling good people. Oh, no, they're not letting Elton good, John say anything. Goodness, is, goodness <laughs> is very often in the eyes of the beholder like beauty. Um, you know, so I, 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 anyway, that's where I stand, um, is that I think it's, I don't, I think we should allow free speech. We should allow people like Trump to make fools of themselves. And we should, we should, defeat them in the court of public opinion. That's what I think. That's re- that, that is you're relying on people having a good education and seeing the truth. And that's the problem is a lot of stupid people follow him. <laughs> a lot of stupid people follow a stupid person. It adds to a lot of stupid... Well, I, I, you know, I, he can be accused of a lot of things, but stupid, I don't think he's, he's one of them. <laughs> um, you know, the virus is getting better. Don't <laughs> worry, everyone. We've got it under control. I feel better. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Yeah. But you've got to let these people, however much you disagree with their utterances, you've got to let them, you've got to let them utter. That's how the, dem- that's how the democratic system works. We, we debate things like we're doing here, and uh, the listeners out there all vote for me. That's just never going to happen. <laughs> we are the future. Actually, Ben is the future. Yeah, Ben is, <laughs> ben is more yeah, the future the, than 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 uh, you or I. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Now we've sung your praises, or or at yeah, least no your, pressure. your potential. <laughs> wrap us up. Wrap this up for us. Put a nice big bow on it for us in your um, closing remarks. Uh, okay. Um, 
while I I agree with you that um, companies shouldn't have the um, ability to just um, stop what people are saying, censor, but I do think in the case of Donald Trump that he was inciting violence and uh, hate speech, which is actually going against freedom, which is actually a crime in the UK, it's not in America. Um, I do think that um, it, they were right to remove Donald Trump. Okay. Thank you both very much. Um, and uh, we look forward very much uh, to getting the views of our listeners on that very interesting, I found it very interesting debate. Before we, when we were talking about debating that particular subject, you both mentioned a film called The Social Network. So I thought I should go and watch it. Um, and then as I started watching it, I thought, I've seen this before. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, but I'm glad that you mentioned it and I'm glad I watched it again because I, I found myself watching it through quite different lenses than the very, I obviously saw it quite a long time ago. I don't know how long it's been out, but I obviously saw it quite a long time ago. And I, I looked at it with a completely different perspective. And um, I found it fascinating, you know, particularly the origins of Facebook. And mm. um, it's a good movie. It is. It, it really is a good movie. So thank you both for that. So anyway, do to our listeners, please do um, let us have your views. Uh, you can do that via our Facebook uh, page, which is also called Reeducating Dad. Uh, you can send us a direct message. Uh, please share our podcast. Please review our podcast, preferably on Apple Podcasts. If you uh, could take the time to do that, we would love you to do that. We love um, having you having you part of our journey with this with this podcast, and we're, which we're well speaking for myself. I can't speak for you two. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, so thank you uh, both very much, Ben and Little Tone, and uh, we'll see you all. Bye for now.